0: do you mind why you stop? Do you mind asking why did you stop managing money? Yeah, I hated it. Um, It was horrible. Horrible experience. Horrible experience. It reminded me of, right? So I was a football player, American football player, uh, my entire life. And I went to college to play football and football was fun. Um, When I went to college and played, it was not fun at all. They sucked every single bit of fun. Out of football, and I was miserable going to practice every day. I was miserable in games. Um, it was just it was it was a job, and it was an unpaid job. Uh, <laughs> so um, it wasn't fun anymore. And that's how managing money was for me. It was um, just a negative experience. I, I, you know, I I love trading. You know, I, I'm passionate about trading. I like the game. Um, I tell people all the time, I would trade if I wasn't profitable, and I, and I can honestly say that because I was not profitable for a very long time. And I was still trading, but um, managing money took all the the fun out of it. It was very stressful. It it was first and foremost, I guess you can imagine how it's, it's imagine the stress level of going from backtesting to demo account, right? Backtesting a demo account, a little bit more stress, right? Then from going from demo account to live money, right? a little bit more stressful when it's your live money now you're going from your live money to someone else's live money and that is a lot more stressful it's the difference between you know scraping your car and you driving your 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 friend's fancy car and scraping that car um rain says it's the end rains a good person to talk to about this it's it's just it's the stress level was 10 times 20 times 100 times um above what you can imagine. And it just sucked the fun out of it. I I was no longer enjoying the markets. I was uh, simply doing a job. There was this urgency to be right all the time, uh, mainly because I had a very hands-on client, which if I I did it again, I I would never accept that. Um, There are certain guidelines I would lay out, which basically mean don't, you know, don't talk to me. Uh, But I had a very hands-on client that was highly opinionated and was highly active. Uh, this is the big client, highly active in, in what was happening. So it'd be like daily checkups of, hey, did you do this? Hey, did you do that? Hey, what about that? Hey, are you looking at this? And it, it always felt like this need that I had to be in a profitable position at all times. And if I didn't do what the client thought, then I was failing. And because in my, in my mind at the time, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, the client's always right because this is his money. So, you know, I got to make the client happy. Uh, when my real job is just to make the client money, so it just took all. It took. It just took every bit of fun out of trading. It was very stressful, and I I didn't look forward to waking up every day. You know, my phone would ring, I'd be like, oh, I'd get email coming. I'm like, ah, oh. if if a trade went against me, it could be a good trade, but it was, it was really results driven, um, really, really, really results driven. Because again, not only did I want to make the client happy, but understand, like I'm only making commission, or whatever the word I use for commission. Off of new equity highs so the the time where i can i can be in a winning streak if i didn't make new equity highs guess who doesn't get paid me so it was this rush to always be kind of (laughs) to keep the winning streak going and and avoid all drawdown um and that was very tough very tough so i would i don't want to say i would never go back i would go back differently now but it wasn't it wasn't a fun time um but i was also very young i didn't i didn't really have um the guts to kind of lay down the expectations of the way I would now. Now I have enough status where I'm, you know, and, and I don't I don't need to do it. Um, but I would tell I would tell the clients exactly here. Here's the deal: if you don't like it, go somewhere else. But I didn't I didn't have the guts to say that at the time because again I needed that big client to really make um, really make my living. Uh, Naomi said, "Did you manage money to build your personal account and once your personal?" was significant you stopped um, I, I did I, I managed money it wasn't necessary to build my my personal account that was part of it but it was just I needed income I needed income, um, I, I needed income. It, it was a way to me way for me to make money for trading but yeah I did I did reinvest a lot of the a lot of the um, the money back into my personal account I didn't stop because my personal account was big enough um, I stopped because of the stress I, I just couldn't deal with it it wasn't I, I needed to do something else it had to get out of a toxic situation um, but yeah that, that was the plan it was it was to manage money at the same time hey grow grow my account as well um kind of piggyback off what i was doing um so it, it worked out pretty well um, do, do, do. i'm just going through the questions here um i can imagine that would be a pain Clients should be leaving you alone you're the trader yep yep um can you charge higher fees uh i, I can charge higher fees now um back again back, imagine this right Newer trader. I'm younger. I'm still like, what was I? Was I 25 at the time? Um, I just, I, 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 was the one that was desperate for a client. So if you're desperate for a client, you don't really have a great track record. You're going to offer them the best deal possible. Right. It's kind of like an, 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 an intern. Right. Let's say that you want to be an intern for Bill Gates or you want to work with Bill Gates. Right. Are you going to be like, hey, Bill Gates, I'll work for you if you pay me this? Or is it like I'll do it for free? Right. It's, it's one of those type deals. Like I'll do it for free. I just want to get into the door. So my objective was this, because I, I know I know how I know how the wealthy work. Right. Here, here's the key to managing money. Right. You land one big fish. You do. It, it all works on referrals. Right. Referrals. That, that's how the whole game works. Right. It all works on referral. That's really good. Bill will show you Gates. Yeah. It all works on referrals. Right. You, you, you talk to one person and like, Hey, do you know anyone else I'd be interested? Like any other kind of business out there works on referrals, right? Real estate is the same way, right? You, you have a realtor and a realtor says, Hey, you know, if, if you know anyone else interested in buying a house, just, you know, give them my card. Right. And plumbers, whatever. They all work on referrals. That's how life works. Um, even you guys, right? People that come to tier one trading, most of you guys heard about it from someone else. Like, Hey, check out this tier one trading group. This is pretty cool. Um, but People with lots of money typically hang around other people with lots of money. So if you are managing money, and, and people with lots of money like making money when they don't have to do anything, and they especially like making more money than they can do uh, in another type of investment class. So if you do well by one investor, typically they have a lot more to give you because they're not gonna give you the whole pot up front. I highly doubt an investor gonna be like, "Hey, here manage my 1000000 They're gonna be like, "Hey, here's a here's a quarter mill to fill it out. If you do good in a year, you know, I got another mill where that's from." So not only does it grow that way, um, but they have friends, right? They have friends they talk to. It's like, "Yeah, I got this kid that managed my money, man. He he, he made like a thirty percent return last year, and you know, you know, less than ten percent risk." And It's like, "Oh, well, is he is he managing other people's money as well?" Well, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'll shoot, I'll shoot him your info. Right. And then you meet and then you have two investors then you have three and four investors. Right. And you 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 build your stat quo that way. So that's 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 the way you you build it. Um, I forgot what the original question is, but um, that's the way you build it. So it was just kind of getting your foot in. Once you get your foot in the door and once you prove yourself, now you can start charging higher fees because now it's not it's not all the desperation where it's like, uh like, hey, please just give me a chance. I'll manage it for free, blah, 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 blah. Now it's like, well, you know, I'm kind of busy. I got these other clients and, you know, I, I'm going to have to charge you this. Now you can get a little bit more kind of ambitious with what you're charging um, once you have kind of the reputation to do it. You know, so if I, if, if I were to manage money now, I charge a lot more than I did back then um, because my reputation's a little bit better. But the, the key back then was just to get my foot in the door. I just needed I need I needed to land one client. And if I, I know if I did good by one, there'd be more to come. Because people talk. People talk. And again, we, we typically surround ourselves with people that are kind of in similar situations. So you get one wealthy person, he's typically hanging with some other wealthy people, whether it's just to share ideas or mastermind groups or whatever, and you know, they'll they'll brag about it. They'll brag about it, like, "What, dude? You got thirty percent return for what? Oh, yeah, some kid, some kid just managing money, man. He does this forex thing; he's pretty good at it." Okay, well, you know, well, don't be greedy. Let let me get his number too. So, um, mm, 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 mm. yeah, but it was, but uh, yeah, but fee, fees were performance based. There was there was a there was an account management fee, as well, um, but fees were also performance based. But on, only on new equity highs. That that's, that really sweetened the pot. That meant I was personally personally invested in 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 seeing in doing a good job. Because if I didn't do a good job, I don't get paid. And that was that that was the big kicker. That really kind of changed the game for me. Not your most efficient way of making money, but um, it gives them a safety net. Because you know most people like these mutual funds. They just they don't really care if they make a and or not. They just want to, They account management fees is the only thing that matters to them. They'll give you a little like 2% return a year (laughs) and and just just enough to keep you happy and take your account management fee or, uh, you know, a 10% return a year and and take their 2% account management fee, something like that. So you would recommend managing money to build starting capital regardless of the stress? Uh, No, If, if you know you can't handle it, I wouldn't do it. If you know you can't handle it, I wouldn't do it because it's just you're just going to put yourself in a losing situation. If you know that you're not built to do something like that and you do it, you're just wasting time. You're just going to cause yourself a lot more stress and you're going to blow money for for someone else. So, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend doing that unless you unless you know you want to. There, there are other ways. Again, I, I think a, a more hands hands off way is to start a signal service. I think that's a much more hands-off way to do it, where it's like, hey, I'm gonna shoot signals out there. Something to you if you take it. I'm not personally touching your money, handling your money, that's on you. Um, still stress in its own right, of course, but just a different type. Um, signal service is a little bit different than a trade copy service. Um, a trade copy service would be something, I would say a step up from a signal service. So a signal service, imagine is like you 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 have like a, a you can develop an app or it can be an email chain or whatever group, and whenever you whenever you have a signal, you just shoot it out. So it's like, hey guys, long pound dollar, XYZ, A, B, C, D, blah, 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 blah. Right? And then everyone else, they see the signal and it's up to them. They have to physically decide to take it or not. Um, a trade copy service is different. That's when your account is linked. So you you'd use like a third-party source, and whenever you take a a signal. Right. So whenever you take a trade, it's automatically triggered in my account. So it's not a, a signal doesn't come out. But if you were to take a trade on the pound dollar right now, long bullish bet. Right. It would automatically trigger in my account. So my my account is linked to yours. So it copies whatever actions you do. So it's a little bit different. A little bit different. That's what I would have done if I can rewind time. I would have done that. Um, Although I probably not I don't know it wouldn't it wouldn't have made the same um, because I, I again I didn't have a really good reputation at the time and don't have any reputation so it would be hard to get clients that way but that's that would be the way that I would I would try to grow that because again if you can if you can do something like that if you can charge I mean imagine imagine charging twenty dollars per person per month right. And you know ideally you would make it based off their their account size 20,000 or $20 per every 10k in their account something like that. But let's say you're charging $20 per month per person. And let's say you can you can gain you're good. Let's say you can gain two new clients a month, right? Is that a is that a good goal? you think you can do that? Two new clients a month? Yeah. Let's say you can get two two new clients a month, right? So 12 months in a year, let's say 25, right? 25 new clients a year, right? What's 25 times 20, right? Yeah, now compound that. And again, that's that's based off two new clients a month. Now you do a good job marketing, you do well in your first year, I'm pretty sure you can get a lot more than two new clients a month, right? You can also start upping the price. If you want, the better you get, the more you can up the price 20 to 25. That makes a massive difference. Only $5, right? Your client doesn't really affect them. You're making good money for them. It's like, ah, okay, I'll sure. I'll, I'll, I'll charge 25 right year two, Right? So you have, let's, let's let's take the calculator out here. Right? So year one, we looked at it, right? $20 a month on 25 clients, right? Boom 500 bucks year two, right? $25 a month. Let's say you get three new clients a month, right? So let's just say 40, right? Plus your 500 from earlier. Boom. Again, very, very, very small scale, but you can see how quickly it adds up. And it's really not that hard before you can get 20 clients a month, 20 clients a month paying, paying 25 bucks, right? 20 times 25. Boom. Or I say 20, 25 times 25, whatever it be, but 500, $600 a month. Not, not that, not that bad. And again, it's just, it's supplemental income. It's just a little helpful income. And again, just using very, very simple examples, obviously, but that's a, a good example of slow, of slowly building it, slowly building your business you get to a point where you're managing 100 hundred people or have 100 people following you, it's not that bad. 100 people a month, $25, right? Looking at an extra couple thousand a month. How long a track record do you recommend to do it? As long as you can possibly get. My track record was very, very small when I started. As long as long as you can possibly get i was talking to latch the other day um, one of our clients if you guys remember he, he won an award at our banquet and he sent out a message i'm gonna get to your question um i think it was carl as well no, I, I haven't forgotten about you um but latch was was he started a, a second instagram account where he was just he wanted to hold himself accountable he's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna start posting my daily analysis i'm not really promoting it but i'm just gonna post it and and just to hold myself accountable and I said, hey, he said, do you think I should do this? I said, yeah, because guess what? Let's say you have a hell of a year, Latch. Let's say you have a hell of a year. This is this is the, the year where everything comes together. It clicks and you're like, man, this is awesome. Well, guess what you did? You just documented the entire thing. It's a public track record, guys. Don't waste that. It's a public track record. it's a public transparent track record because people go back on your page and those Instagram stuff, they don't, they don't, I guess you can delete stuff, but let's, you know, let's pretend everyone's honest, right? We wouldn't do that around here. You can go back and say, Hey, this, this was, this was the year I had good, bad, ugly, right? You can see my ups and downs had a week where it just stunk, had two weeks where it was great and it's all documented and all of that could be used for marketing, right? Obviously, you have your stats, you have your 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 broker statements or your stats and whatever you're keeping them, or a spreadsheet, or or maybe you know a MyFX book or a, or a view, something like that. Um, but yeah, always keep a track record. Always keep track record and and back testing as well. I mean, you can show that. That's what I did with my results. I showed people my back testing. I showed my people the, the the small live results that I had, right? And I said, hey, this is this is what my system does. This is what it's done historically over the last, you know, like six, eight years. Um, this is what I can do with it live. You can see it's very similar. All you're looking at is for someone to take a chance. And then of course you, you have to be able you have to be able to sell it. You have to be able to sell it. You have you have to show people, tell people why why should they take a chance on you. and it could be it could even be something where you give it away for free, right? We do a 2 week trial here, right? 14 days for free. It could even be something to say, "Hey, first month's on me." Sign up for a month. Different different ways to market that. That's going to be up to you, but you got to be you have to be able to sell yourself. Uh, Akeel, in trading, there are a few tasks. Uh, in trading, there are a few tasks. There will be things we like to do, trade, yep. Things we don't like to do, back tests, yep. Aside from that one person who loves it. Things that we hate, journaling, yep. How do you manage your mindset to do do it? Uh, things that you love and things that you hate. Okay. Let's hold on on that for a little bit. And I, I'm gonna, I, I, I feel bad about not getting to Carl's question. Um, so I'm gonna get to Carl's question first. And then we'll go back to that. Um, but real quick, how did you find your first non-friend relative investor? Uh, referrals. Referrals. Colleagues, right? I went, I went up and down through um, current colleagues at the university I worked with, uh, former colleagues, and I just did the whole shameless referral thing. Hey, John, remember me, Akil Stokes, used to work with you, did an internship back at the YWCA with you, or YMCA? Um, I had a question for you. So I'm looking to do this, and I was wondering if you knew anybody that might be interested. Perhaps, can you give me five names? Typically, I would do that. I, and Typically, before I would do that, I would actually, actually go in and, because and, I, I, I really don't like pitching stuff to friends, families, and people I know. So my first round, I just I just feel awkward about it. Um, I don't know if that's a great business thing or not. I don't I don't like doing business with family, friends and, and family and friends. Um, and I feel awkward about that. I think it can ruin relationships. I think you take your you take your best friend and like, you know, you got that best friend that tries to sell you like, you know, insurance and they're like, hey, you want to go out for drinks? Yeah, man, of course. And he's out there. He's like, I've got an opportunity for you. Like, oh, man. Right. I think it ruins relationships. So what I did, I did a lot of practice presentations. So the people that I actually like felt close to, I would just use them as practice, practice presentations. So I'll go to her office and say, Hey, you know, I'm trying to do this. Um, do you mind if I just practice my spiel with you? And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go in there and I, I practice and be like, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'll do my whole presentation. And that's how I got better at it. Right. Cause so I would, I would mess up a lot, but I would do it with people that I had no intentions on quote unquote pitching to. Now, if they were interested, right. Then they can step forward and be like, Hey, um, I'm actually interested in that. Do you mind if I, right? And that, that's kind of the bonus of it. But I would practice with them and I would ask them, say, okay, now let me ask you this. You, you said no, and I know we're not doing for real, but what what part were you kind of iffy about or what part didn't you blah, 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 blah like that? And and they'd give me feedback. And I'd take that feedback and then I'd... I'd, I'd practice it in the mirror and then I'd, I'd use it in my next practice presentation I'd be like okay okay he said I gotta sound more confident when I say this part or right, don't just start with the money that okay all right and I get more feedback and, and you do that repeatedly right it's kind of like back testing your your system back testing your 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 pitch you do that repeatedly and then you get good at it and then when you get good and at, at the same time with these with these friends and family you're getting referrals right you're getting real referrals Right. So you're like, hey, uh, hey, Andy, um, you think you can give me five names of like people that you think might be interested? Um, and sometimes they give you zero. Sometimes they give you 10. Sometimes they give you three. It doesn't, you, know, you get some, but then you start getting people that um, you don't personally know, but you have that relationship with. Like, hey, you know, I sat down with Andy the other day. I was talking to him about blah, 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 blah. He said you might be interested. Uh, do you mind if we meet up for some coffee and, and you know, give me 15 minutes of your time? And then you just make the rounds of, of, of hearing no, 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 repeatedly. <laughs> the, shame, the shame of being told no over and over again and, and spending money on coffee to be, to be told no. Um, and the shameful walks home or rides home. Um, but all it takes is one yes. I tell you, the, my one yes came from, I, I didn't expect to hear yes at all. I, I went trying to get $100,000, like I got 250000 didn't expect it. I got, to the, I got to the end of the presentation. I was like, man, that sucked. I was so nervous. I was like, that sucked, man. We we're right. He lived right across the street from like Mariah Carey. He's like, yeah, we can see Mariah Carey jogging around her roof some days. So I'm like, oh, gosh. And I thought it was a bad presentation. And I'm like, uh, you know, I did the whole thing. Like, you know, $100,000. like, nope, I'm not going to give you $100,000. like, of course. It you know, wasted the trip to New York. I'll give you $250,000. Oh, what? Okay. 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 Yeah. Management fee. Yes. But yeah, you just, that, that's how you do it. Um, and that's how I did it. I guess you can say now it's probably a lot easier now with, uh, I still think face to face is great, but with the internet, it's a lot easier to kind of grow your reputation and, and really speak to different people. Um, but your reputation is key because there's so many people out there scamming people. You have to be different. So you've got to find a way to be different. And a lot of that starts with letting people know who you are as a person, right? Know your personality. Because scammers aren't going to waste time doing that. Scammers aren't going to waste time letting people get a chance to know them. Scammers are getting straight to the point. Right? Let people know you. People are investing in you. If I'm going to give you $200,000 to manage, I don't really care about your performance. I I care about you. First and foremost, I want to make sure you're a trustworthy individual. It's not going to steal my money. I can care less if you make me if you can make me 40% versus 30% it doesn't really matter to me don't take my money